Hey everybody, you're listening to the High Sessions Hawaii Podcast, where we talk about everything local and beyond. I'm John Yamasato, your host. Joining me today is Mr. Kyle Shimabukuro. How's it? Devin Nikoba. Howdy. Before we begin, let me remind our listeners of all the ways they can stay in touch with the show. There is Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, all at High Sessions. You can go to SoundCloud, YouTube, and Apple Podcasts to listen to the podcast. And finally, you can email us at highsessions at yahoo.com to stay in touch with the show. If you'd like to help the show, get more music on the channel, please go to patreon.com. P-A-T-R-E-O-N, and donate. There you'll be more involved with the show. We have behind-the-scenes footage now that we post of all of our shoots, uh, direct contact to the podcast, and all that other good stuff. We do have a new patron this week, so Shailani from California. Thank you very much for becoming a patron. What was the name? Shailani. Shailani. Yeah. Fancy. I think that's that's how you say it. Shailani, yeah. Uh, You're not sure? Well, I... Never talked to her on the phone or anything. Oh. But the way it's spelled, I'm, I'm going to phonetically right. spell it out. Or? Right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just check it. Thank just want to make sure, you know, she's spending money, so she at least <laughs> get her name right. Yeah. But we really appreciate it. Um, Koopa Koopa Landscaping, landscape architects, services the entire island of Oahu. Please call Kevin Yokomura, 808 722 8685 for a free estimate. Or go to koopakoopalandscaping.com. My eyesight's getting so bad, I can barely see the. The number now. I was at this uh, event mm-hmm. the other day, and they were doing raffle tickets. And I was a musician, so I'm sitting next to the MC. And then she, the lady turned to me and she goes, "Yeah, I'm getting old. I can't see these raffle tickets." And she handed. She said, "What? What is that? Is that eight or a six? And I'm like, "Oh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't see it either. <laughs> I can't tell either." Yeah. So yeah, getting to that age. Uh, okay. Uh, thank you to Fort Ruger Market. Um, Good food this week, as usual. You can listen to Devin at Kumu 94.7 in the mornings. And you can go to High Life Clothing to find Kyle. And don't forget, every week they do a special. Yeah, every week they cool. do a special. You. Not every week. We try <laughs> to. When Kyle feels like yeah. it, there's a special we every to. week. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So uh, our guest today is Mr. Jensen Rabakal. Aloha. Hey. Jensen, thank hey. you so much for being here. And you brought your friend Kenny here, who's going to be... What friend bandmate? I guess yeah. you could say. Yeah, both. Yeah, both. Yeah. Now I'm gonna move this a little bit closer to you, so that as you talk, <coughs> I can pick you up. Understandable. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Jensen is an, an ukulele player, musician, mm-hmm. but also um, does not see. No. So he is uh, playing blind, I guess you could say. But uh, let, let's talk about your, your music. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know. Man, I'm, a, I'm an amateur at this, Devin. Maybe, so, okay. Let's, let's start talking about your musical journey. Like, how did you get into the ukulele? So I was a preschooler. I was only oh. four. Okay. And my mom, so I, I grew up blind. I was always blind since six months of age. Um, when I was four, my mom wanted to get me into something good, you know, something that would, would motivate me, keep me out of trouble, things like that. I wasn't going to get into sports, right? Because I couldn't (laughs) see. So, um, my mom talked to my preschool teacher to, um, to maybe inquire about, you know, where I could get lessons. And she actually said to my mom, well, I actually have experience. I taught some, um, I taught a blind child before and i would like mm-hmm. to give it a try so every um saturday 
um, in the morning, she would come over to my house and give me lessons. And it was really cool. You know, she was like family for us. Mm -hmm. So she was my preschool teacher. Yeah, but she was also my person that got me started with ukulele. So I started at four and um, I've been playing ever since. Wait, how old are you now? I am 33. Okay. You're from Pro City, right? Yes. So were you going to elementary school in Pro City and stuff too? Because I I know you went to high school in Pro City. Right. So I did get um, GE to um, Manana Elementary School in Pro City. I'm a Manana graduate too. Hey! Yeah. But that was like, uh, how many more years ago? (laughs) 30-something years ago too? Oh, so you went Manana and then Highlands yep. and then Highlands Pro City. Highlands and Pro City. Oh, mm-hmm. right on. Mm-hmm. Chaja. Chaja Pai. Now, Jensen, we give you permission to not say that you went to the same school as Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> if, you don't, if you don't want to admit that. <laughs> I figured that's where that was going. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. And then how did you meet uh, Kenny? Oh, that's a good story. So Kenny and I met maybe what? That would be six months, almost seven months ago. Um, oh. Right? Technically. Yeah. Um, oh, okay. We um, we met at the Pizza Press, so that's in Pro Highland mm. Shopping Center. Yeah. I play there. Um, I play there every second Thursday, and um, every second Thursday they have um, they have us play from six thirty to eight thirty. So one day, um, I was playing with some of my guys, and we were playing some music. And the teacher, um, one of the one of the, so a lot of my band people are teachers, and so. Um, mm. Uh, Kenny knew one of my bandmates that plays keys for me. And so uh, I was playing. I just remember playing a song. And there was this guy coming around our soundboard, seeing how he could make it better. And <laughs> that, doesn't, that doesn't sound promising. There's this guy just kind of hanging around the soundboard. And I swear I'm not a creep or anything. And, yeah, no, and, not at all. And, sounds like something Devin would do, though. <laughs> It actually does. Yeah. It's, uh, the highs are kind of bad. <laughs> and then Mike was just talking to him, and I was the one singing, so Mike could do that and play keys at the same time. So we were just playing, and he was, like, talking about, yeah, you know our soundboard, blah, blah, blah. You know, and so, so, so he was over there working on our sound, and then and I just remember him saying, oh, yeah, that sounds good. Okay. And then he walks away, and we finish the gig, and then, and then I, I, I talked to Mike, and I was like, dude, who was this guy working on our sound like do you know this guy because i don't want some random dude coming into our gig and and playing with our sound <laughs> and and he says oh he's um he's a guy he does sound for a mula oh mm. legit sound guy then yeah no. so i said oh my gosh he must think we junked then because <laughs> he does for because you know Imua. I mm-hmm. grew up with Imua. Oh, yeah. And they're good. So hey, like, by the way, talking about Imua, the band. Yeah. So. No. <laughs> <laughs> why, why are you looking at me like we that? Had, we had this conversation earlier, so oh, you yeah. didn't hear. Oh, no. I, I asked, I, I'm assuming it's Imua. Imua the person or Imua yeah, the no, band? Because he would have said Imua Garza. Okay. Oh, so okay. I'm assuming uh, when they say Imua that they mean Imua the band. And I'm old enough <laughs> that I remember. Not Imua the Kamehameha school students. No, not Imua the saying that Kamehameha school students No, no, Imua the band. So, so let me ask you this, they just, wait, they just went on tour, too. They were just in yeah, Japan. Yeah, they're in Japan. Yeah, oh, wow. Imua. See? Yeah. I know Imua. Hey. I know you know Imua. Hey. Anyway, so <laughs> anyway. were you there in Japan working something? I wish. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I wish. Kenny, uh, I have to ask you this question. What was 
what did you do to adjust the sound that made it better when you went walked up there? Well, uh, when he got in there, I was like, oh, the koan is so loud that oh. it was funny. <laughs> uh, we couldn't hear sorry, anything Len. else. <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry, Len. If you're Our listening. Player, but, yeah. 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 Hit, hit the cone softer next time but <laughs> <laughs> nah. but um, no it was just super loud and just adjusted it and oh, you just had to balance uh, everything yeah, out yeah. Yeah. yeah that's kind of cool that you you know you just went up there and made it sound better for yeah him, though. and that's it did sound nice. good yeah. and so so I asked Mike I said oh this you know and then he said yeah he played he does sound free more I was like oh this guy must take my junk so so then then we left it at that and then um we had a fundraiser at the pizza press because um, Mike Engler, he's my keyboard player, and he um, Mike Engler the oh okay so he oh. Mike and Cian and yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah Cian told me to tell you see hi. I yeah. know everybody yeah mm-hmm. so, whatever you guys more? yeah, yeah. <laughs> no but uh, yeah uh, Mike Mike Engler is a um, a uh, he teaches music and choir and all right. that stuff so I know Cian. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, we all we all know Sian. Br- brother is my classmate. Oh, oh wow! Well, Sian said hi to both of you guys. Yeah, 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 yeah. Brother, we said hi. Small world. Yeah. Small so world. He, That's my work. Moment. Yeah. So oh, he was really? having oh, okay. a <laughs> so he was having a fundraiser for his choir. They were they were going to raise money to play at Carnegie uh, to sing at Carnegie. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh. And um, and so we had a fundraiser. He asked um if we could if I could play you know and he said yeah you just come play you know some ukulele some singing whatever you know just to um entertain everybody so I was like oh yeah sure and so there were two other ukulele players playing with me one of them was a student a former student of Mike's and he uh, was a senior he just graduated from Waipahu High School and the other guy um, was playing ukulele and I didn't know who he was but we were playing together and I just felt like you know what these guys are really good so I said Mike's you know, our next gig, I want to feature, because I always love doing that. I love to feature artists, you know, when I play. Mm. I like to have guest spots when I play at my shows at the Pizza Press. So I said, you know, any kind of guest we can get kind of colors the show a little bit. So I said, you know, Mike, I want to feature these two ukulele players. Who, who are they? So he said, well, one of them is my former student. The other guy you know. I go, what do you mean? The other guy I know. He said, the other guy, Kenny. I said, who's Kenny. He said, that's, that's the guy, the sound guy from Imua. I went, oh my God, he just played with me? Like, <laughs> <laughs> so that's actually how he started coming out to my shows. And we, we found out we had a lot in common. And now we're in a band together. Cool. Oh, right. yeah. And Kenny Ken is, a, is a patron. So for all of you who want to support, he's... And he emailed me and he's like, hey, man, I, I have this one, Jensen. You should hear his story. And I was like, hell yeah, let's, let's do it, you know, <laughs> and bring it on. But um, I guess uh, so you obviously trained by ear. Yes. And um, did, you, did you pick it up pretty, pretty easily? I, 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 well, a big part of it was um, my dad used to work. Um, I think a big part of it was my I had a lot of big influences in my life. I, I went to, um, I played ukulele with my, my preschool teacher, started singing when I was in the third grade because I joined the chorus at Manana. Mm-hmm. Um, I was in the chorus in Manana. You were not in the chorus. I <laughs> promise to God I was with Mrs. Robinson back then. We're, 
did they include you just like, I was the conch shell blower in the beginning I was, just, <laughs> yeah. was that like an inclusion thing like they needed to have <laughs> no, a small Japanese guy in the show or? we both monotonous chorus people man yes That's except awesome. I didn't have Mrs. Robinson I had yeah. another teacher he's Eric old this way so he's yeah. probably retired already so um, we so I joined the chorus and I, I stayed there for all the way to sixth grade it was a lot of fun mm-hmm. um, but also what was going on was the the chorus director that I had, his brother worked with my dad. Mm-hmm. His brother was also a musician. My dad worked as um, an EMT, so ambulance, yeah. Mm. He drove the ambulance. He, he, also, uh, he also worked in the dispatching and he did scheduling. And, and anyway, a lot of the paramedics, they had a band together and they all played music. And oh. so they would come over to our house for dinner and they would play music outside in the backyard. Mm. And... I remember I used to get super nervous when they came over because I knew they were going to ask me to play. (laughs) But my mom told me, if you want to play with them, you got to go out there and just listen and follow. Because one of the things that I just picked up right away was that not everybody knew what their chords were. So they would play the chord, Mm -hmm. but they wouldn't know like, oh, this is G, this Mm. is D. They go, oh, this one. (laughs) <laughs> you know, My fingers so, look like this. Yeah. 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 So it forced me to kind of follow by listening. Okay, this is the chord he's trying to play. Okay, this is the you know the next chord, and so it forced me to just follow background. You know, just jam. Yeah. And so now, whenever um, I do get called up by by bands or whatever, a lot of times I just follow because um, because of what happened with that. So hmm. yeah. It's like John. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know the chords. <laughs> yeah. Too. Like, yeah, they have to... So whenever I play with Herb, because he's a... He knows all the music oh, theory yeah. and stuff. He'll be like, oh, it's a E7 flat 5. I'm like, um... <laughs> Which okay, one? what is that? And he's like, <laughs> yeah. And then he, he just he, goes, I'll figure out a place to fit in over <laughs> here. <laughs> yeah. Usually when that happens, I just hit a bass note. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but then he'll go like, oh... And he'll think a little bit. He goes, well, just hold a G minor. I'm like, why don't you just say G minor then? <laughs> like, well, because technically it's it's E flat five or whatever. I'm like, yeah, but you know, I don't know that, so just tell me G minor. Yeah, yeah, girl. Song with you. with you. Come on. But yeah. So, uh, well, he's not even here. Yeah. So <laughs> we get into that. But uh, uh, Jensen is also you're the only DOE teacher that's blind. Oh, so these right? guys don't even know. Yeah. So I am mm. a. I am also, so I work at Chuck James Music School. I teach okay. uh, voice and ukulele. Um, but I also, so after this, I got to go work, shucks. But mm. after that, um, <laughs> but I also, I'm, I'm also an elementary school teacher. I teach um, at Momilani Elementary oh, School. Wow. And I teach music there. So um, in Hawaii, that's kind of a huge deal because they've never had a totally blind teacher to teach in the state of Hawaii in a DOE. Really? So, um, the story with that is I actually graduated from Shamanan um, with my teaching degree, but I graduated with an English teaching degree. Okay. I graduated from um, Shamanan with a high school, middle school English teaching degree. And the hard part was because it was a first, I actually could have graduated four years ago. I could have graduated in 2013, you know, but then, but then... I graduated um, four years later in 2017 because it was a first. They couldn't find a placement for me 
to student mm-hmm. teach. Mm-hmm. So, um, and a lot of it has to do with because it's a first. A lot of people mm-hmm. were kind of skeptical and worried about what would happen. Mm-hmm. And so... Oh, it's government and it's DOE. So you get like twice the <laughs> yeah. problems of trying to yeah. figure things out, right? These so days. I finally, finally student taught uh, my old middle school high- Highlands. And I graduated um, from Chaminade. And I went through interview after interview after interview and never got selected. I, I uh, wanted to be an English teacher. I, I wanted to teach middle school, high school, anything like that. I never got interviewed. I got, I got 11 letters in the mail that said I never got selected. Mm. And um, in the meantime, while I, was play, while I was teaching or while I was looking for a teaching job, um, I played music. And music was kind of the thing that kind of helped me to get away from all the no's because I knew that I could at least get yeses in music, you know? Mm-hmm. And sometimes you need that little extra yes or that extra like, oh, everything's going to be okay, you know? So I played music around in public a little bit. And that's actually how I got this job. I actually... Um, I actually played at the Pizza Press. I started playing there back in 2019 or so. And uh, pandemic hit. And after that, when things started to slowly open up, I played there again. And Mike joined me there. And and Mike knows a lot of people too. So he, um, he uh, his wife, Sian, actually posted videos of our practice sessions in his garage. And I used to go, I used to tell Sian, Sian, because I, I got the Chuck James Music School because because um, of a friend that I met through a music video. Mm. So I had, his, I had this joke going on because I said, well, I, I commented on this music video and I became friends with him and he ended up getting me my first music teaching job. So I taught voice and ukulele. I've been teaching there for almost two years. And, um, and so Sian... She used to post a lot of music videos of us and everything. And I used to tell Sian, Sian, stop posting because I might get another job. You know, like <laughs> I can get another job because because you keep posting. And a lot of people, you know, play music and they, they look at my videos and then we go, you know, I, would, you know, I, I, I was kind of joking. But what ended up happening was she posted the video. My principal has a Facebook and he knew Mike through baseball. They're both baseball coaches. And so... Um, he called Mike and he said, hey, you want to call your friend and ask him if he would be willing to take a position in teaching music. Wow. So I thought, I thought this was some, I don't know, like some, I didn't know if this was really going to happen or what. Because I've been, I've been turned down so many times. So I thought, okay, maybe this principal doesn't know that I'm blind or whatever. But hmm. Mike said he knew. He knew that that uh, that I was blind, and he still wanted to meet me. So, I met him last year in July, and he was very different. He interviewed me, and he um, he it's like he knew that he wanted to hire me already, mm. and he wanted to hire me because he felt like I could be an inspiration to the kids. Mm. You know, um, me not being able to see kind of gives them an appreciation of what they have. Yeah. Mm. So I teach music. Um, I have two jobs. 
and I just finished my first year in the DOE this year. What school is this again? I'm at Momilani. Momilani. Pro City, yeah. How do you, okay. um, as, a, as a child of teachers, mm -hmm. yeah. um, the, I mean, it's already challenging to be a teacher, mm -hmm. but then, you know, you add to it the lesson plans, the right. grading, all of that stuff. How does that all work for you? Like, how did you work that out? I, I, obviously, you did, because you graduated and all mm -hmm. that stuff, but... You know, whatever it took is what I did. <laughs> it, there, see, the thing about the challenging part about it is because you not you don't know you don't have anybody to really lean on as another blind teacher in Hawaii. Mm. There's nobody, mm -hmm. so you can have lesson plans, you can have classroom management plans, but no other teacher is gonna teach the way that I do. Mm -hmm. because I can't yeah. see so I have to use other things to get my students attention I have to make sure that they're in line so that I can teach and that was one of the number one reasons why I think a lot of people didn't want to take me because they were afraid of what they called liability mm -hmm. you know safety with the students with me um, what would happen lawsuits all these different things yeah so it was very discouraging at times because you think to yourself, well, I want to be just like everybody else. You know, I want to, I want to work like everybody else. Mm -hmm. I never wanted to be that person that couldn't find employment because I couldn't see. Mm -hmm. That was not acceptable for me. Mm -hmm. Well, what's so, cool is navigating yourself through this now, you'll be able to help others. Oh, yeah. In the so, future, become teachers and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, so during know. student teaching, as far as like grading went, there was no system really you know so i i could put in the grades there was a website that we used infinite campus and and we uh we it was accessible for us as blind people so i could put in my grades but as far as like reading handwritten work i would mm -hmm. call up a friend and i go hey so and so you like a great coffee we'll sit down can you read papers for me and just great i don't care how many papers i have a lot of them so <laughs> even if you could read 25 tonight i'm okay with that i i planned it so that i had a lot of time to do it mm. so i said hey anybody i would i would kind of post even hey anybody want to help grade papers for me or or look at papers for me you can read 25 papers i'm happy you can read 50 papers that's cool I just need help and I'm going to find a way to reach that goal. Yeah, so that I can grade my students and, and return their papers in on time. Yeah, but there was no perfect system. There was no perfect system. So it's just whatever works, works. So this whole first year was all touch and feel, you know, mm -hmm. for me, because I didn't plan on teaching music, let alone plan to teach elementary school. Mm -hmm. So uh, I had no very much I didn't really have a lot of experience in teaching little kids. So was your goal to teach high school kids? Middle high school. Middle. Any, middle, mm. middle high school anywhere. Mm. Middle high school around there. So anything from 6 to 12. Mm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So I actually would have been kind of what Kenny does. So Kenny is a school teacher too. He teaches at Waipahu Inter. Mm -hmm. And he teaches the middle school. So I actually would have been. What do you um, teach? You teach sound. Oh, I teach social <laughs> studies. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. oh so social studies. Nothing, nothing to do with music and no. And, oh, okay. Uh, my dad is a retired band teacher, so I saw the sacrifices and oh. things like that. Yeah, I don't want to do that. Yeah. <laughs> so that's that was my thinking too. I I never wanted to teach. You know, I w I never really planned to to be a music teacher because music was going to be a side for me. Mm. You know, where where I could have fun with it. And 
and then I would have my day job as a teacher. And so, so music was going to relax me. Um, but, but you know what? It's, it's not bad. You know, I mean, working with kids, they're, they're really fun to work with. Um, they love music, you know, they love to, they love to sing and they love, they love anything that you make fun for them. Yeah. So as long as we do that, you know, music is not stressful. It shouldn't be stressful. Mm -hmm. So, so I play music all day, pretty much. (laughs) (laughs) I just was wondering because kids, uh, you know, they like to push buttons. They oh, like yeah. to test boundaries. They Absolutely. like to right. And so when they, when they meet there, I mean, I I know this is only like your first year, but they, they get into your class and they go, oh, we don't teach you no can see. Mm-hmm. Well, let me mm-hmm. see what I can. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, what were your, um, uh, how did you manage that aspect of it? So, like every teacher, always start with day one. Mm. You always start with clear-cut routines, clear-cut rules, and boundaries and consequences, yeah. And a lot of times as first-year teachers and even student teachers, we're always afraid, like, oh, if we scold our students or we, 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 come, we come down as strict, you know, we're going to not be liked, yeah. But, but really, kids are smart, yeah. Kids, kids want relationships, and they kind of know who they can trust and who they cannot. So if you give them structure, and one one of the secrets that teachers don't really always know is that students love structure. They love routine. They just don't know that they do, <laughs> you know, because they're always, you know, they're always... Um, so one of the worst things you can do is make them not know what to do. And then they're going to get bored and they're going to figure out stuff to do and then you get a chaotic class, yeah. Mm-hmm. So for me, I have an assistant that um, is cited. And she, uh, she, she has a very easy job. She just sits down and she, she tells me if something is wrong. Mm. So she'll say, hey, somebody is not facing forward or somebody is, you know, whatever. Anything visual that I couldn't catch. Mm. But, you know, you'd be surprised because I'm, I'm, I'm very happy with what I can catch because I listen to everything. So I can hear <laughs> all the movements, mm-hmm. all the talking, yeah. Yeah. all You're the like whispering. Yeah. So, so um, you really, you really learn how to depend on your other senses in order for you to. And sometimes I just, you know, chance them because, <laughs> I, and then that's the kind of fun times where you can kind of freak people out because, <laughs> because you have like, so I, I had a, I had a, I had a class that. Um, the last row in the back had a wall behind them. So a lot of the kids like to lean on the wall. Hmm. And I like it when my kids sit up straight because when, when we listening, yeah, we pay attention. I like it when they sit up straight. So one day I just chance them. Hey, in the back row, I know you guys are leaning on that wall. Can you get off that wall? <laughs> and they go, you know. <laughs> so it's just sometimes you just got to feel it. Mm. Yeah, and you feel it out, and that's what helped me to command that first year. It wasn't perfect. I mean, there were times where I wish I could have responded better, but you know that's why you continue to grow. Mm-hmm. But for mm-hmm. me, it was just—I think for them, it was just a a real interesting treat, uh-huh. you know, for them to see like, hey, 
I've overcome all of these challenges. I could, I could do it without sight, you know, and um, I can still teach a class just without sight, you know. I just need to listen to everything that goes on. So, yeah, it's it's just it's a hard task, like everybody else, everybody else that teaches. But it's it's definitely um, something that there there must yeah. be a, an infinite amount of things that Jensen's had to figure out that we don't even think about, you know, yeah. like a way yeah. around the the problem. I was reading, and Jensen, maybe you can mm-hmm. confirm this for me, but mm-hmm. I had this like mind blowing experience. Um, not that long ago because I was reading this Reddit thread. Mm-hmm. Okay, so there's not too many things that like completely boggles my brain, but one of them is like the universe, right? Because you think about the universe <laughs> and you go, okay, so there was... It boggles most people's yeah, brains. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, or like, it's the, you know, universe. It's, the universe. It's right? rather large and it's unanswered. expansive. Well, yeah. you, you think about like, it's oh, huge. what became before the earth and it was before that and it was before that and you, you, this end, never ended. Chicken right? and egg. Yeah, and yeah, all yeah, that. Yeah, it's yeah. A, it's okay. just a big cycle of stuff. So, so I was reading this Reddit thread and there was this guy who said he was blind. Mm-hmm. And he said, people think of blind as like you close your eyes and you just see black and that's blind. Mm-hmm. But he said, my blind is, there's the nerve is not connecting to the the eye or, or whatever. Mm-hmm. So he said, you got to just think about it as right now, when you're sitting, you can't see behind your head. You just think about that, but everywhere. Mm. That's what it's like. Mm. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. And, I mean, and that, that I, I like, I can't wrap my head around that idea. Mm-hmm. I think <laughs> like he's having a hard time with it too. Yeah. Oh, like, wait, <laughs> behind my head. Yeah. <laughs> I think like every blind person goes through blindness differently. Uh-huh. Um, I've been blind almost all my life. So whatever, whatever I experience, I don't know anything else. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know what it's like to see color. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it's like to see light. So when you say black, that doesn't really make sense to me. No, uh-huh. Color black doesn't really register. Right. Yeah. So, um, but for me, it's just, this is me, you know? So what you're exposed to is what you're exposed to. So there's a lot of people that have seen before. So they kind of know what it's like to see. So then maybe they can describe a little bit more in that kind of detail mm-hmm. but for me i've never been able to really see so this is all i know you know mm-hmm. so um and it depends on what kind of condition you have too you know so right. so um a lot of you know maybe there's people that do have their eyes there's people that don't there's people that yeah their nerves weren't connected you know it all depends it all depends but do that- you think that you know, not having sight, do you think that you hear music differently than most people too? Um, I don't know. I mean, I appreciate music a lot. I appreciate music a lot. And I really feel passionate about like hearing the emotion in a person's voice or mm. feeling the excitement that they give. And you don't have to see to feel it. Mm-hmm. You know, I could tell when somebody was really into the song and that's how i teach my students i go you know you you know there's tons of people that can just play yeah tons of people that can just sing but not everybody can sing from inside do you you have a particular artist that you grew up with being inspired that way um 
so many, but one of one of the people that I wish I could have played with, um, and he actually wanted to teach me one of his songs, but he couldn't do it. Was Brada is, wow. Um, so um, he actually was kind of a friend of the family, really, and he wanted to teach me how to play "Somewhere Over the Rainbow." Awesome! Wow. Yeah. He's but he said in his his old age he would teach me that. Mm. Uh, mm. So sadly we never got. But I did learn that song. But you know it's just I never learned it from him mm. directly. But yeah. So, so you met him before and talked to him before and stuff too when you were young. When I was young, I yeah. vaguely remember it though. Mm. Vaguely. Yeah, just you were how old when he passed away? I would have been six. Seven. Six. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, yeah, think so, yeah. It's, it's so crazy how long ago that was already. Yeah, I still remember it like yesterday. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Lying in state at the Capitol. And, mm-hmm. and I just remember him calling at the radio station and talking to him on the air and going, Oh, this is yeah. weird. Yeah. He, would just, he would just call just to talk story and have fun. And just such a great guy. Yeah. I just remember the line of cars oh, trucks, yeah. and uh, trucks. Another oh, artist that I... So people describe stuff to me too, mm-hmm. um, what they look like and how they play and everything. Another person I used to love, quote unquote, feeling or watching, yeah, in that way was mm-hmm. Jake, mm-hmm. Jake Shimabukuro, mm. because people used to describe to me as, oh yeah, he's excited, he's moving on the stage, he's <laughs> oh boy, is he moving? Yeah, <laughs> he's an instrument in himself. Oh yeah. Him, you know? yeah. And yeah. I had the pleasure of actually playing with him too one time. All right. Um, nice. I was uh, what sixth grade, seventh grade. Nice guy though. Yeah. I think nice. John should come over to Pizza Press, and then you can call him up. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Anytime. Play with you, that'd be fun. Jake, one time when we were really young, he he was even more animated when we were oh my God, younger. Yeah. You know, he used to run he back was sweating and forth and stuff. Play. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we were, we were at Aloha Tower, and, and he, he went to the. There, there's a drum riser you know so like we're standing on the stage and there's a little maybe two and a half foot riser and then the drum sits on there so Lopaka's on there and Jake went up on there to to play like with Lopaka and stuff he's all into it <laughs> and he jumped off Woo! and did this like thing and he like bent the string and it like went up and then he goes after he's like John I, I hurt my back. <laughs> I, got, I, got, I, I gotta sit down. <laughs> That's the first time you ever saw Jake sit down and yeah, play. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, he like pulled his back running around. Wow. So yeah, I can totally see that happening. No, nowadays he he's not as not as as crazy. But, but he, he does it in spurts. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. he's older now. He's pacing himself. Yeah, <laughs> he's yeah. Himself. I'm not gonna do it like that. Um, one other question I had for you is, uh, yeah. your story reminds me of uh, Terrence Tom. Uh, Terrence Tom oh, yeah. uh, served in the legislature um, yeah. with me. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was a lawyer, a musician, uh, but he was also uh, blind, mm-hmm. and he never let any of that stop him. So it's funny because I'm I'm listening to you tell your story, and it sounds like Terrence. Terrence had this un unbelievable ability to be positive about what was happening you know mm-hmm. like this is going to happen I'm, I'm gonna make this goal he would get up there and play piano and i remember the first time i saw him because i i'd never see i mean besides stevie wonder i never knew anybody who's who was blind and who was a musician right so it was a trip to watch him do his thing because he was fantastic and then um you know and then i would forget that he's blind right. so we're walking someplace and he's standing there like 
anybody going to help me get to where I need to be? Because <laughs> I cannot, you know what I mean? He's like, um, you know, but he was, he was fantastic. <laughs> remember people's, uh, people's voices. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was very specific about everything. And then, you know, for him to um, do law, I mean, to be a lawyer and then to put that into action at the legislature right. uh, where, you know, they, they would have to translate all of his, all the bills into Braille so that he could right, read right, while right. he was talking. And it was, it's fantastic to watch. And so I, you know, I hear your story and I'm like, man, this is like the junior Terrence <laughs> where you're, you know, you're going to, you're, you're doing stuff that people had never seen. Nobody, we didn't have a blind lawmaker back mm-hmm. then, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, he was the only one. So stuff like um uh just getting from committee to committee sure. knowing what was happening in a hearing all that stuff was all brand new people were like how the hell do we do this yeah. and you're you know breaking those same kind of um uh barriers down which i think mm-hmm. is really really cool great yeah you. you know when you picked up the ukulele mm-hmm. how easy was it for you to learn being that everything came with sound you know i never I never ever thought it was difficult. You know, I never, I never, I don't know if I knew what that word was <laughs> uh-huh. when I was four years old. Um, I just thought it was something fun to, to, to pick up and do. Did you and, play chords without knowing what chords was? Uh, I think I knew chords. Um, I, I think the way she taught me was she taught me my scales and my notes first. And she gave me the names of the notes, and I had to memorize those different notes that mm. I had to play. So a lot of it was all memory. A lot of the songs that we taught, you know, she would flip through the book, but I would have to memorize everything, mm-hmm. you know. Wow. So all the songs that I play even now is all by memory. I don't read any music. Oh, yeah. You can't, can't, you can't <laughs> do the cheat where, where these musicians nowadays have their iPod, iPad out. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you, you got to remember all yeah, your lyrics. You're the worst yeah. Yeah. song. Yeah. 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 John? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so it's just it's just memory and I I know the names of the chords and the notes and everything but like when I figure out something it's just listening and memory. Do you know any uh do you play any other instruments? I played a little basic guitar. Um I did a little in college and a little in high school. Uh I played a little piano in college too. Not a lot, just basic stuff. Um and I once or twice, I had this other guy who was also blind who was a drummer. Mm. And I went to his house one day and I learned a little bit of how to play drum. But he sold his drum set and he went to Oregon. So <laughs> I, uh, that's something that I wish I could take again. Oh, mm. then I almost forgot Sean Ishimoto. The Hiro Sean, yeah. 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 Okay. He actually, share, can you share the story about when you met John? Me? Yeah, we were talking earlier during lunch. Oh, well, that wasn't that exciting. <laughs> <laughs> when I met John? Yeah. So, John, long time ago, when Kamakana Ali'i probably just opened. I can't remember this. And there was live music outdoors and everything. You know, the shoppers would walk around and, you know, listen to the music. And sweat and in the heat because yeah, yeah, yeah. shade. <laughs> and, yeah. and so, um, I've always been a fan of music. And if I could meet anybody, I'd be happy. Anybody. Anybody that plays music. Anybody. I just hope that person is, like, nice or, yeah. you know, friendly and whatever. So I, um, I just remember. John. I, I just remember. 
I just remember John was playing this solo performance, and I was like, Mom, who's that? She goes, Oh, John Yamasato. I go, Oh, do you think, do you think I could say hi to him? Because I started to become a go getter after, you know, after mm-hmm. like graduating from Chaminade and everything. I started to become a go-getter. I was like, you know what? The worst thing they can say is get away from me, you know? <laughs> so so that's what that's what somebody advised me. He said, just meet, just go and do what you think you want to, you know, you feel is good for you. The worst thing they can say if you meet somebody is get away from me, right? That's been my philosophy with women my whole life. <laughs> <laughs> so I... Uh, you married the first one that... Yeah, the first away. one he said, yeah, it's okay. You can hang out. Yeah. That's fine. So I walked up with my mom and we just, we just said hi and everything. And he said, Oh, I play music too. And I, I really think you're, you're really good and everything. And he gave me his business card. Do you get the, you get the blind guy, the business card. Yeah. No, but nice. In, in, in your, in your head, what did you envision John to look like? Oh, his voice. (laughs) Oh my gosh. See, John, okay, let's talk about that. So, so John, when, when I heard, you know, the group Pure Heart, I heard them, when I heard him sing, it sounded very different. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like, very different. <laughs> can't imagine. So when I, I don't remember what he sounded like when I met him in Kamakana Ali, but when I met him today again, he actually sounds very gentle. So his personality matches, mm. but his voice is different. Like he sounded very gentle. He actually sounds shy in a way. Oh, Mm-mm. interesting. Um, he sounds younger than he really. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But did you envision like a different type of person when you heard him sing? Yeah. Yeah. Well, what was it like? Like friendly. Bigger. Bigger, Bigger. <laughs> Hawaiian man. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I thought he would have a more raspy voice. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Hey, um, okay. Why don't we start getting the ukuleles ready? Because we are going to play. I like how you segues when we talk about it. It's not even a segue. It's not even a segue. It's like, you're pulling into something else now. It's the ukuleles. Now, Kenny, I want to ask you this question. And we'll only spend, say, 25 minutes on this. Whoa. Why become a patron? And what, what makes you s- enjoy the podcast so much? <laughs> I'll sit down for this. Oh, okay, okay, ah. okay. I got you. By the way, I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> well, just say, because John had such a wonderful voice. <laughs> I was drawn to it. It's so soothing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> sounded so mature. Yeah. Um, I, we talked about it during lunch, but uh, I was actually... Uh, part-time or a tutor at Jared Middle School and a student unfortunately uh, got sick so I had to quarantine for two weeks uh, this was at the very beginning of COVID oh. so uh, you have nothing to do in your room for two weeks so uh, I stumbled on the podcast and I was like these guys are hilarious and, uh, <laughs> I don't know which ones you were listening to right. that would not be the first thing but I know it's, it's just interesting and um 
I guess for me with having that musical background with my dad being a band teacher mm. uh, you get to learn about all these different people and all these different perspectives that uh, you don't get to see from musicians and you realize they're like normal people uh, oh yeah the funny one was uh, when we had Nathan Aviala and he was talking about Don Ho collecting golf balls. Yeah. Yes. Oh. Like, you heard about that? Like, Don Ho is in the bushes looking for golf balls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Stuff like that. It's like, oh, man, you, you forget, yeah, these are regular people, you know? Yeah. Because even, like, Bobby Madero's uh, the oh my God. first uh, interview was hilarious. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, Brother Man was putting on his shirt, like, during the interview. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, yeah. 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 It's just no shame, bro. Yeah. No shame. Yeah. yeah. We, we just turned on the mic and we didn't really talk for, like, one hour. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, like, yeah, yeah. you know, him talking about, uh, was it the grease from the spam or whatever to teach him how to use that key <laughs> yeah. and stuff like that. That's like the stories that you won't hear. So yeah. it's like, yeah. that's what's interesting to I me. I think that's what I would appreciate too, because like just knowing that we could be friends. Mm. <laughs> I think that really, that really means a lot to me because I play music for relationships. I don't play music to get big. Yeah, so like... When you realize that they are real, you know there are people. <laughs> yeah. mm -hmm. That really means a lot. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what I've kind of learned over the years too. All these, especially in Hawaii, you know, everybody kind of knows everybody, and everyone's real. Just I think Hawaii has cool. a lot to do with it. Yeah, yeah, Hawaii does. Yeah, everybody's tight. So the fact that the guy in your band is somebody that we know. Yeah, that's right. His wife, we, you know. What I mean? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Just yeah. Weird. It's weird. That part is strange. I've always so, wanted to meet a radio DJ. Look where? Been you almost <laughs> had the I know. So close. I know. So close. I always wanted to. Cause, um, and that's when I found out when I was like, oh, Devin? Kumu? Oh, you know, because I listened to that. I listened to that. Oh, you listen hey, to these two guys don't even listen. So that's, no, you, no, that's too early in the morning. For I know. <laughs> sleeping when you But I, I've always wanted to. That's something on my bucket list. I've always wanted to kind of learn what a DJ does for a day. And oh, I wanted to oh, like. God, you don't want to know that. <laughs> no one what Devin does. Yeah, I mean, Devin eats like five lunches a day. <laughs> oh, sign me up. Yeah, <laughs> five lunches. It, a day. it does not suck, my friend. Oh. Okay, okay. Before we start our jam, mm -hmm. we do have this one question that we ask all of our guests. Oh, Kenny yeah. will know this, but uh, uh, Jensen, if you were stuck on a deserted island for the eternity, rest of time. Oh, okay. And since you're young, I'll put it a different way, but. You could only take the libraries of three artists to listen to with you. So it was an iPod, but only carried three artists total. Got it. Um, what we, weren't we, doing, we weren't doing albums. But yeah, but he's too young. He don't know. <laughs> he's like 30 something years old. He even know albums? No, dude. 30 years old already. They don't know albums. It's not called albums, this way, but it's just. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, it is called albums. Bro, did, did you know that? So Taylor Swift. As we digress again. Yeah. <laughs> her, her tour is doing so much money that it's like boosting the overall economy of the country. Oh, yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. My friend was in, I think, Utah or something. And she was saying that to be at a seat where you actually can kind of see her, where it's not just like she's a dot, it's like 10 grand. What? Oh, wow. Yeah. I don't know a single song that woman sings. It. Really? Yeah. She a, dude, it's a three and a half hour show. Yeah, it's like Bruce Springsteen territory. I was telling Nisa, I'm like, this is your like Michael Jackson of your generation. I guess right? so. She's, she's like a like, phenomenon, like you know. Economy. I don't. Know. Michael Jackson was that small for me too. You know, watched him here in the stadium. He was. As soon as all those yeah. freaking people stood up, he came out. 
the his little ship that he was in opened up. He stepped out, and that's all I saw of him for the rest <laughs> of the concert. Because everybody stood up, and I went, "Well, shit." All right. I remember <laughs> the accent came out early, and um, I lost him. He just came out of the smoke, and he went like this. For five minutes, people yeah, just bro. people cheered. just losing their minds, uh, losing their yeah. mind. He didn't say Kyle, a single for those word. Actually, he raised his arms. Yeah, yeah he's just like this. He yeah. came out with his arms yeah, on his yeah. side, and his on his fists on his on his hips, and he stood. And yeah, it was for five, minutes. five minutes. Then he opened up his arms, and it was another five minutes. Yeah. And then they started the song, and we went, "Oh, wait, did he start already? Yeah. Oh, okay, because I can't see him." But, but I don't know if Taylor Swift can do that. I oh, think Garen, she can, bro. dude. Really? Uh, people are insane about her. And uh, you know what? And I think it's great because I. I do. I think she's a great artist and mm-hmm. writes good stuff. You know. You so. know, next time you play um, Blue Note, yeah, do just walk thing. out there and do the same <laughs> thing. <laughs> stand there, have it hit for five minutes and see what happens. I'll do cheer for you for five minutes. Somebody there, they'll play something, dummy. Yeah, Uncle John. Anyway, so sorry, your your three artists would be. Oh, yeah, yeah, sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I, was like, I knew there was a point there, but uh, oh. well, see, I would. I'm not. I'm totally honest. I gotta grab something that's local, unique to Hawaii, something that I grew up with, and that happens to be a pure heart. Oh, really? Really? Oh, and um, and you know, it's it's hard to choose because, but I've I've listened to a lot of pure heart on the radio, a lot on the you know, and so um, but I would also probably take something um, something in the worship category because I love um, mm, I love okay. the Lord. And I love to worship the Lord, so I probably would do a maybe a maybe a Chris Tomlin, maybe a maybe a maybe a you know one of those worship one of those worship out you know Phil Wickham those guys those kind of kind of things. And then I also wanna I also would like to take maybe an oldies album, you know, an oldies um, artist because I love I grew up with a lot of oldies. My mom listened to a lot of oldies, so. Something like it could be the stylistics, could be, you know, things like that. And he actually went with an oldies. I thought he was going to say oldies and then be like, you know, <laughs> like Madonna. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, oh God. Oh, I grew up with a lot of oldies and I play a lot of oldies in our band too. <laughs> nice. That's cool. Yeah. Well, you got Mike Engler in your band. <laughs> Those weren't oldies for us when we were his age. Yeah. His age so. Speaking of Madonna, there's this uh, YouTube thing. It's, it's 51 minutes, okay? Mm-hmm. And it's every. Like the the most popular song every month from like 1982 to 2022, okay, or something. Like that. And they play like you know 15 seconds, and you think you're gonna sit there and watch it for a little while. Everyone that I showed to, they watch the whole thing because you just get sucked into it, you know. But you would be surprised at how many Madonna mm-hmm. songs. Sure, sure, it was sure, like sure. all through 80s, 90s, 2000s. Like she has this huge span. Yeah, did it like, start off with like a virgin? No. Yeah, or it would I mean, be holiday or one of those um, or star uh, get shiny into star. the groove not shiny star yeah, that, oh, yeah, get, get into, into the, the groove, groove kind yeah. of but like yeah. uh, Vogue and then there was Express Yourself and then Like a Prayer and mm-hmm. then yeah, man, like a virgin yeah, man. Yeah, I mean, amazing we are so yeah. digressing Michael Jackson we was a we big we didn't get one, his like, wait yeah. let's get his third one first well, that, that was his third one was that the third one yeah yeah okay <laughs> well what did he say it was Pure Heart uh, then Worship Okay. Uh, and then uh, the oldies. Yeah. Oh, okay. Stylistics. Okay. Yeah. Okay, just making sure. Because, you know, we digress very easily here. <laughs> and then we forget where we're at. Well, so. all right. Let's do something. Let's, let's turn this into How many a... songs are we doing? <laughs> oh, wow. All right. Ooh, we're getting songs. Yeah. Uh, a couple. We have time for a couple. Because yeah. I actually, I know Kenny, <laughs> Kenny wants to hear something. Oh, okay. of course. But 
There's a song that I wrote so and I wanted to. So you have Aloha. I do. And then, Kenny, what, do you, what kind cool. of ukulele do you have? Uh, I made this one. Wow. What? Oh, yeah. yeah. So I do everything backwards. So Kenny. Yeah. I made my ukulele before I knew how to play it. It's a beautiful color. So yeah, it's super nice. Okay, wait. What's what's in the what? What kind of wood would you? It's a coal. Yeah. Where do you? Where did you find the tools to be able to make a? Because <laughs> that's what I mean. I'm like, what? I took a class uh, in Moanalu. Uh huh. With Mike Umeno. Okay. Uh, yeah. That's well, I'm nice sorry, but I took shopping. I took shopping in public school. I made a box. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I made a school. I never made a school. I'm like, what? Yeah, I mean, I, I, this was in, in uh, high school. Uh, 18 years old? Yeah, and you're still playing the same ukulele until today. That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, I have a kloha, but. Yeah, yeah. But that's a kenaloha. Yeah. <laughs> Custom made. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kenaloha. Yeah. 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 Uh, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah, that's unreal. All right, so let me, I'm going to move this mic a little bit. You want to take mine? No, no, I think we're okay. I'll just move it like this. It doesn't have to be like perfect or anything. So I was thinking of, you know, Kenny hears me play all the time. So I'll do I'll do Kenny's thing. Okay. But I'll do I, Kenny's thing. I also <laughs> thank was you. thinking uh, <laughs> I also was thinking, you know, I'm so I'm always grateful and Kenny always hears me say it. I'm always grateful, I'm always grateful, I'm always grateful for the people that I meet. And I hope that this can continue. This relationship will continue, and John will not be just the person that I met at Kamakana Ali'i anymore. <laughs> um, but I really do. I really do hope. And if you'll let me. Well, oh. I appreciate you wanting to keep in touch with me too. I would, yeah. So I wanted to bless you guys with something that I wrote. Okay. Mm. And it's something that Kenny has never heard. <laughs> oh, okay. Surprise. Yeah. yeah. So okay. which one would you like to hear first? Well, let's see what, you, what you've written. I, I okay. your jam first. Cool. Yeah. So this one is, I thought, you know, because we're talking about blindness and I always wanted to be an encouragement to people in the world. You never know where this is going to go, this podcast. So I hope it gets good reviews and good feedback. But um, I wanted to write a song. Well, I wanted to write a song about blindness, but also about life. So appreciating life and and this song was actually supposed to be a retirement party song uh about a guy named john oh. uh john was this other guy that that um i met at the training center for the blind in hawaii called Ho'opono. john used to be the student uh activities coordinator kind of guy and uh community services guy so um so john was retiring he's a very close friend of mine he played music too and I wrote this song actually for, for the retirees. But what ended up happening was uh, the churches kind of heard it. They wanted me to play it at their churches. And it has gone as far as Las Vegas. A wow. bit. So, I mean, you guys can be the judge. I hope you guys enjoy this one. This one is called In My Eyes. Because I never thought I'd see the day 
day that I succeed, oh is it real, or just a dream, when I look up into the sky, I see the morning sun and my heart begins to fly, couldn't imagine that I'd find the strength, the strength to make it
Yes, exceeded expectations there, Jensen. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so Whenever much. Whenever anyone goes, I'm going to sing this song I wrote, the first thought is like, oh boy. There <laughs> <laughs> <Here> we go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that'll be the next American Idol. Oh boy! <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that was terrific. Yeah. That was terrific. Great, awesome. great vocals. Voice great, is very powerful. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Oh, you get to the chorus, I'm like, oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. loose, awesome. bro. Right on. Awesome. I like it. And I like uh, it. your strumming style is different too. I was I was mesmerized by what you were doing with the strings in the first sort of couple of bars there, because I've never seen anybody do that. <laughs> well, I mean, I haven't. These guys play ukulele and all that kind of stuff, so. I was just like, wow, because you sort of do a backwards pick thing. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how I got it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like that. It. And I was like, what is he doing? Oh, Kyle. Cool. Yeah. I've only played with him for seven months. I know this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was sitting across. I'm like, I think I'm supposed to be watching what he's... Oh, wow, look at this. What's he doing? Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's impressive. Yeah. Uh, I guess I've never. Yeah. Most people when they're it's it's a strum. You guys are strum yeah, yeah. when you're playing. You're not yeah, yeah, yeah. doing that pick thing. So yeah. that was cool, man. Thanks, man. All right, let, let's take us out with one. Then we'll we'll play along and sing along. All right. Well, wait. He had a request, right? Can he have a request? Do you want to do that one, or do you want to do something else? Because you know it's gonna be a pure heart song. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> oh, uh, up to you. <laughs> <laughs> He's getting nervous. Whatever you guys want to do, we'll, we'll do I it. I don't have my iPad, so. <laughs> do you know the chords of the song that you wanted to do? Well, well then I can follow you. What's the song? Well, <laughs> John's going to have high expectations for this one, too. Oh, okay. So, every time I do a gig, Mike, especially Mike, not letting me get away with this song. So, if Mike's listening, he's going to be like, you better really bang this song. This song is called <laughs> This song is called Blue Darling. Do you know oh, Blue Darling? Oh, okay. Uh, yes. Like a song, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, I thought it was a pure heart song. Blue Darling, Capella. Surprise yeah. me. All right. I would sing along with this in the car all the time. All right. Bust it in A. In well, it starts in F. It starts in F. Okay. Wait. So Mike doesn't. Mike likes you playing this song, or Mike is like, "Oh, you're gonna play this song." Oh no, he he never lets me like not play it. Oh. So okay. every time I do a gig, I think we haven't found very many gigs where I haven't played it. <laughs> but when Kenny and I were coming here, he's like, "Can you can you play that song? Because I think that song would be really good for <laughs> for people to listen to." Well, here's the song. Man. And maybe Kenny can be a little better at explaining why. Cause uh, we've we've done this song quite a bit of times all the time, <laughs> yeah. So, so every time we do or he plays this song, like people will stop. Uh, like we did a gig for the uh, children's network in Costco, and it was crickets after. Um, <laughs> like you never hear crickets in Costco. I know. Oh yeah, never. <laughs> yeah. Well, after a nice plate lunch, let's see if I can do this. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Hey man, like I said, zero expectations. Uh, all right. Okay, here, here we go.
both for coming in. Really appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, real quick. And uh, yeah, awesome stuff, guys. Thank you. And we'll have all your contact information, the, well, the way to contact you. So if anybody wants to get a little bit more taste of your music. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Thank we'll see you, you so all much. next week. Take care. Mahalo.